Welcome back to Unqualified and Educated, where we give you our unqualified and uneducated opinions on all things sports, music, TV, anime, or anything else that's that's really interesting. Carl, what is up, bro? What's good, man? Just uh, sent up up here in Clovis. My freaking butt hurts because I started doing these... uh, this like um, vertical increasing workout thing, basically just something to force me to be active. It's like a 30 minute thing where you, you do like jump roping and jump squats and uh, squ- or lunge jumps and stuff. Mm-hmm. Bro, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, my butt hurting. And I did it mm-hmm. yesterday. Oh. You, so, ooh, you know, it's a grind. You know, leg, worker, leg workouts, are always the worst two days afterwards. Yeah, they don't play, bro. Yeah, tomorrow you're gonna be, you're gonna be hurting tomorrow. Bro, tomorrow I have to do it again. Oh. I do it every other day. I think it's good. I think that's good though. If you do it, I think I think if you work out your sore legs while they, yeah, if you work out your sore legs while they're sore, I think it gets rid of some of that lactic acid in the muscle buildup or the elastic acid buildup. Lactic All I know acid is, uh, buildup. All I know is that jump roping for two minutes straight—that is just hard. Oh, that's crazy! My 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 wrestling coach in high school told me if you do it for like, I think it's like two or five, so that's like running a mile. The two minutes straight is ridiculous. <laughs> I think it's like somewhere in that range, two to five minutes, somewhere in there is like running a, a, a like a, a mile at like some crazy pace if you jump rope. If you like really, if you're really jump roping. Yeah, it, I was like, my calves were dying. I was just like, I can't. I just, I really can't. Hey man, I've kind of fallen off the wagon this week with uh, my workout regimen, and I really. Are you trying to? Are you trying to hop on this uh, vertical, uh, vertical, or vertical workout? Then just get in touch with me. I'm good. <laughs> or you can send me, send me something, send me some information, send me some information. I'll check it out. But I, I've, I've definitely fallen off the wagon. The thing is, like. I'm not gonna lie, what I send you is gonna be a screenshot, not an actual article. Now nah, you can send me a screenshot, cause I, I, I my workout regimen is kind of like, it's kind of weak right now, cause Mondays and Tuesdays I don't work out anymore, because like I'm at work all day and I go to class, and then by the time I'm done with like school and stuff, it's already like eight o'clock sometimes, so it's like yeah. the last I, basically I just get home and just like go to sleep, and then Wednesdays. And Thursdays, I'm pretty much, you know, I work out Wednesday through Saturday now. Oh, I just got that got text. You. Just got it. <laughs> so I gotta, I got, I gotta get how to double your vertical jump for basketball. <laughs> <laughs> you try to get them, them bunnies. I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna have the bunnies. You bro. gonna have the bunnies? Okay, I see you. I'm gonna do my own Kobe commercial. I'm gonna jump over a car, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. They're crazy. You're about to get the bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm, I'm so. Do I start at week one? Yeah. What week are you? You on, you on week twelve? Bro, I'm on day one. Oh, bro, you're crazy. I did one day of the workout. <laughs> <out. laughs> I got bunnies already, bro. Bro, yeah, you 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 hopping? Yep. <laughs> Dang. Dang. All right, bro. Let's let's get to it. So I know um I know last week we talked about we were going to do an anime episode pretty soon and this was supposed to be the anime episode 
But and that's going to take a little more preparation from the both of us to really come into this. We just, I, we just, we got to give it the time and the care that it, that it, that an anime episode needs. Um, I know we did a sports episode kind of ish last week. Tell you the truth, I don't know what we did last week. Something <laughs> solid. We did something. Oh, yeah, yeah. If we, if, if unqualified and educated put it out, it's always <laughs> solid. But it's quality. Oh, yeah, we never said it was unquality. I don't think that's a word. <laughs> but we, we admit that we're unqualified and educated, but we don't put out bad quality. Unless you're talking about audio, then that stuff's always trash. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh this is gonna be another sports episode because of the many topics that are going on right now in the mainly basketball world with the end of the season wrapped up. I think Wednesday. Hold on, give me one second. Dang, he really just up and left. That's crazy. I'm back. This dude just up and left, just straight up in the middle. He said, I'm out. <laughs> like Magic Johnson. <laughs> oh, no. I just Magic Johnson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'm not going to be here, no more. <laughs> That is so said, funny. You're too scary. <laughs> bro, that's so funny, bro. Magic's the only person to quit on his day off. Like, I know. Magic's <laughs> crazy, dude. Magic quit on his day off. Like, he just said, I'm, he was so happy, too. He, he was basically, <laughs> I can't remember what he said exactly, but he was like, people were saying, what are we going to do? How are we going to fix this? And that fool said, I don't know. I'm not going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that is so crazy. Magic Johnson freaking wild, bro. Okay, so as those of you guys that don't know, Magic Johnson resigned from being the head of Lakers basketball operations. So basically, this means that there's some type of internal conflict that conflict that was going on in the, the Lakers organization. Because if you look well, that's at that's surprising. I mean, look at how many heads are in the chef. I mean, how many <laughs> how many chefs are in the kitchen, right? I'm like, we could list them off, and there's just too many yeah. of them. There's Magic. Got, yeah, Magic, Genie, Bus, mm-hmm. Palinka, mm-hmm. LeVar. Oh, you got to have triple Bs all day. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Um, uh, Jack, Jack Nicholson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> LeBron's in there. LeBron. Kobe got his head in there somewhere. Kobe's still in there. Shaq be right. Shaq be stopping every down looking for barbecue chicken. <laughs> we just we just we just Shaq would just poke his head in, head in there and be like barbecue chicken. Oh okay. Carl Malone for a couple seasons. Oh Carl Malone trying to get another ring. <laughs> <laughs> so there's 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 so many heads in that kitchen that there was too much going on. And so Magic Johnson, the whole season everybody knows Magic Johnson wanted to fire Luke Walton. But it turns out Jeannie Buss Allegedly, this is all alleged. She doesn't want to fire Lou Walton, um, and uh, I guess the other guy, Kobe's agent, Rob Lincoln. I guess he didn't want to fire Lou Walton. So we're we're going to see what happens. We really don't care about what's going on in, in Lakerland, not at all. I, I can tell you that. That's what we're giving this. We just did this at the beginning just to get it out the way, and because and just the fire shots, just the fire shots. Yeah, we thought I just think I love it. You know. Lonzo don't want to play for you guys. Magic, you don't want to build a team for you guys. 
LeBron barely want to play for you guys. And Luke, he you got Luke. Luke, the only one that want to coach for you guys. You guys got Luke. Luke. the only one willing to suit up still. <laughs> you, guys, you, you guys. You guys. Come here, coach. You are the coach. <laughs> <laughs> when I am the coach. <laughs> they got Luke Walton and Kuzma. That's it. <laughs> That's it. They can build a team with Luke Walton and Kuzma. That's all you need, bro. <laughs> That's all you need. Maybe you can get some free agents, you know. So this that leads us into. Do you want to go? Do you want to go home for this one? Yeah, we got to because I didn't even find out about this until I was just scrolling through Twitter Mm-mm-mm. like a few hours ago. I didn't know it was like a real deal, but uh, our boy's gone. Yes, uh, the Sacramento Kings, aka Vladi Divac, decided to part ways, aka fire Dave Yeager after the most successful season in Kings history since the Rick Adelman days, which is a huge surprise to me. A big, a very big surprise. There, there was a lot going on behind the scenes with the Kings that, you know, many of us have been paying attention to, you know, the, the dispute with him between him and Brandon Williams, um, you know, that issue with Buddy, um, Dave Yeager's rotations, uh, the Kings losing these leads at the end of the game, uh, Marvin Bagley's dad and <laughs> voicing oh, his opinion. There was, there was a lot going on, but I honestly felt that Yeager and Vladi was on like, I felt like they were, they were, they were a united front in a sense, you know? I thought so too. Rest in peace to the, to Der, Der Jägermeister, bro. Jägermeister, man. I feel like that name would have got bigger if he stayed, if we got to the playoffs. Oh, Cause just, it, it don't make no sense, man. Speak on that. It just don't make no sense. Like, last season, if they're firing him, right, mm-hmm. it's last season, not this season, because last season was, like, awful, and that's when he was actually just playing like vets for no reason over like Jeez. our guys who should be playing yeah. type of thing. Mm-hmm. This season, Brett, like how many times did I see Costa Kufis <laughs> on the floor? Like I honestly don't really remember. <laughs> I could probably count it on my hands uh, how many times I've seen him play, you know? Yeah. Uh, and we even brought in like veteran type players like Yogi Ferrell and, uh, like, yeah, yeah. I guess towards the end, Corey Brewer and those dudes, they didn't really get like play like that. It was still like keeping it with a nice, like a younger rotation mm-hmm. and people were getting their minutes and we had a fantastic season. Yeah. We had a bunch of games where we tanked out at the end, but it's like, what do you expect out a bunch of like 20 to 23 year olds? I just, I don't understand. I loved like, I really did love Dave Yeager as a coach. Yeah. I still like him a lot. And it's just like, I don't understand why why fire him. Like, okay. what bad did he do other than, oh, he stirred the pot a little bit with some of our with some of our key players and he didn't play Marvin Badley 40 minutes a game. <laughs> it's okay. I, I'm, I'm on the same page as you. Look at Check it out. 
Dave, to me, Dave Yeager got fired because the Kings didn't make the playoffs. That's understandable, you know? You hire a coach to get you to the playoffs, and if they don't make it, fire him. You gave him three years, he didn't make the playoffs. I'm fine with that. But that's not the case. This is in the in this situation, that's not the case. You know, you we were expected to win somewhere between seven and thirteen games this year. <laughs> I'm just being hundred percent honest. Like people so we were predicted to win seven to thirteen games. People didn't believe in, in Fox. People uh, be at the beginning of the summer, people just thought Buddy was a one trick pony. He can kind of shoot, and that's it. They they thought Bogdan was the Bogey was the only shining thing, only thing we had. They they figured Bagley would just be, you know, just a, some mediocre bust. And we didn't they, we didn't have anything at the you know at the beginning of the season. We didn't have anything, you know, under whether the team the team got better in spite of Jaeger or they got better because of Jaeger doesn't matter. At the end of the day, with Jaeger at the helm. We tripled that expectation. We won thirty nine games. We could have won forty last night. We probably could have. We probably should have been four at, at the very least. We should have been at four hundred, but we just fumbled the last two games crazily. But you know, you, it just doesn't make sense in this case because you 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 start with what we had and then you just look what we did. It, it, I thought in my mind, I'm like, okay, let's re let Jaeger has one more year on his deal. Let's run this back. If he doesn't make it at the end of this year, let's see what we can do then. Let's evaluate him at that point because then his contract's already up. Right. And another one thing about this contract stuff, we're we need to like we're we're wasting a lot of money on people that aren't with the franchise. Yeah, honestly, we're probably still paying George Carl. We are. I think we are. Let me let me look it up. Actually, let me look it up. Uh, like that wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> Probably owe more money to ex coaches than we do to ex players. Let me see. Um, okay, so let me. Yeah, I'm, uh, so we're still like we're still paying Ben McLemore. He's on the payroll. We still we're still paying him. We need to pay Ben McLemore. Still paying Matt Barnes, paying Papa Giannis, paying uh, Deontay Davis, paying Karan Butler. Papa Giannis. Yes. The boy. <laughs> we're still we're still paying him. Um uh and Corey Cody Dimps. Well that that way he was he we signed him this year. Same thing with Corey Brewer. We're actually paying Matt Barnes through next year. What? Next year he we're gonna pay him two million dollars next year. So and then you add on that we Jaeger has one more year on this deal, so we're gonna pay him for that year. And earlier in the season we extended. We we signed his entire coaching staff for next season. <laughs> so we're gonna pay this coaching staff next season too if we don't get him. And the one thing I really did like his coaching staff. His coaching staff was a good coaching staff. So I don't know if we keep it. We're keeping them, or if they if it just goes to waste now. But it just doesn't make sense. I I I, I don't I don't like the move. I don't either. And it's like, who are we gonna bring in? Okay, so. This is all speculation at this point. I've been going through the Kings. I've been going basically going through the Kings fan pages and everything. So there's a faction of Kings fans that have been calling for Jaeger's head since I don't like halfway through this season. Like they've been calling for his head. There's they don't like his rotations. They don't like that. Uh, they don't like the way he gives interview press press conferences. They don't like his interviews. They say he's a little too angry or snooty. Um, the hell? Yeah, they don't. They just they wanted to be in the playoffs. They didn't care about 
it's a good start. Don't get me wrong. I feel like we could have been better. And like I said, Jaeger's lineup sometimes was a little questionable, but they really wanted his head. So in their mind, they've been justifying this and comparing this to Mark Jackson getting fired from the Warriors and the Warriors getting Steve Kerr. Whoa. So they've been saying that they've been saying that Jaeger is our Mark Jackson. So they're thinking that we get like they're saying, you know, Jaeger got us as far as he could. Now it's up to somebody else to, you know, take us and lead us to like the promised land. If like if that's your analogy, like the promised land is the playoffs, we're screwed. I know. <laughs> you talk about the playoffs, like Jaeger could have got us to the playoffs next year. I really think we would have been a playoff team next year. I think we will be a playoff team. I don't actually. I don't know now because you bring a, a new coach. You're mad, you, you, I don't know now. It's, we don't know who we're getting. But at least Mark Jackson was able to get the Warriors to the playoffs. I think two years in a row. Before he got yeah, fired, yeah, like he had them knocking on, like knocking on the door, being already like a. They were like conference finals, weren't they? Uh, I think they made it to the semis, and then they, I think they semis, and then there was that one year with the uh, whole Donald Silver, Donald Serving, Sterling, or whatever. That year they were playing the Clippers. I think they, I think they went out in the first round or something like that. But, uh-huh. but, um, um. But my whole thing was, you know, you you got to the the Warriors were able to get to the playoffs. Then you're like, okay, this is you know first round, second round. That's as far as Mark Jackson can get us. Okay, let's let's see if we can get a coach that can push us to the next level. Yeah, we won we won 39 games, and you're like, okay, <laughs> this is how far Dave Yeager can get us. Let's find somebody else. And you know who they're looking at? Our, our leading candidate. I don't think I want to know. He he just mentioned earlier he could actually hop on the court <laughs> and play with our. He could <laughs> hop on the court and play with our guys if need be. Luke Walton, oh, Luke no. Walton is the front runner for this team. What? Luke Walton is the front runner. I'm just gonna. I gotta say this, man. The media is in love with Luke Walton. Everybody for some reason is in love with Luke Walton, but I have not seen it. I don't. I don't understand what everybody's impressed about. I, I did like last year when he had the he coached the Lakers to like thirty something games. That was good, you know. Yeah, like, like I'm a fan of Luke Walton, but I don't want him to be the Kings head coach. That's the front runner. I just why? I don't. Like, I don't know. What has he done? Like at LA, looking at this year now, what has he really done? Mm-hmm. Like, so I, my like, whole thing why is, would that be an upgrade from Dave Yeager? Why, yeah. How is Luke Wallen an upgrade? See, my whole thing is, like, before LeBron got hurt in the playoffs, they were the four seed, right? But before that, they struggled. So it's like, to me, I'm like, I'm like, you guys got that far. Like, and you guys got into the four seed because of LeBron. And then, but you guys yeah. struggled in the beginning. So it's like, you had LeBron and you guys still struggled. And even when he came back, they still struggled. And they had LeBron. If he can't get into the playoffs with LeBron, like, well, what can he do with us? And, and, and to me, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I, they people always talk about he was like thirty-four and four when he was coaching the Warriors, but he was coaching the Warriors. It wasn't All like right, I have an idea. What, what do you think, Dirk Nowitzki? No, oh, Dirk. He's under Jason Kidd. Yeah, we're gonna get him as our head coach. The instant head coach, straight out of retirement. 
<laughs> Yo, you're crazy, bro. Like, I do, I do I'd know. I'd rather have Dirk than Luke. I would, I, I do too. I, I agree with you. And that, so, the, the, the kingdom has also been talking about two other people. Um, this, there's a Spurs coach, and I, I'm, I'm on board with anybody that comes from the Spurs. Everybody that comes from the Spurs usually can coach. So there's name is I think it's like a a Aorta or a Aorti. I don't know how to say his name, but it starts with like an e. assistant. Yeah, there. one of their assistants is like supposed to be really good. So that's who some people have been kicking around, but that's nothing like official. That's just who they think or they like. And Monty Williams, I like Monty Williams. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's I would, not bad. I would if 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 anything, I would go after Monty Williams because he would. I think he would be a good a good coach because I, I like his style. I mean, I like him as a player, you know, what he went through when he was in OKC with his whole family. Um, yeah. I, I like, I like, I like him. That's the only, I only, I, I only, cause there's not, there's nothing out there. What are you going to do? Go get Mark Jackson? No, I know who we should get. <laughs> uh Oh, Spurs coach. You want to get Popovich? Nah. What's her name? Becky oh, Hammond. you're going to get Becky Hammond. <laughs> yep, we gonna do it. We gonna do it right. All right. Hey, you don't want to. You know what? That is kind of true. I remember a, a while a while ago they were trying to get like a. They, we had a woman on. We had a woman uh, assistant coach. That's what I'm saying. Like, if we gonna do it, let's just do it. I think she interviewed for the bus job. Let's take her. She got interviewed for the bus job, but she got blew out the water because that was Coach Bud. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't even this ain't even sexist jokes, but Coach Bud was like, "Come on, bro. You know who I am." You, you, sixty games with the Hawks. Come on, man. This is my job. <laughs> but yeah, but like she ain't gonna be interviewing to get some hardcore people for the Kings job. Right you're now. right. You're right. You're right. I mean, if she goes against Luke Walton, they're technically just about the same qualifications. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think I think being on the Spurs, uh, being on the Spurs <laughs> coaching staff is just as equivalent of like winning thirty two games with the Lakers two years in a row. And she went to the playoffs, so Luke's never been in the playoffs as a coach. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, there is credence to that. I mean, and Vivek is a, a forward thinker. Vivek is the most forward thinker, bro. <laughs> hey man, my man has the most engaging techno technology savvy basketball arena in the NBA, and I still don't know how it how it works that way. I don't know because I just walked in there; it's like a no arena. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they just had a uh, chargers on the wall. You could just charge your phone in places and, like the airport. I think they just had a uh, like free Wi-Fi. Yeah, the Wi-Fi actually man pretty set good. up a set up a massive Starbucks with <laughs> a um, <laughs> with a basketball court in the middle. And then he says the most technologically advanced arena in the world. <laughs> I was, okay, bro. I think that's okay. not. I don't think we can say that anymore after the Warriors built their arena because they got like Silicon Valley money. Down there, the Warriors built the most um, toilet bowl arena. Toilet proof. Yeah, they're the <laughs> most most clog most clog proof. Most clog proof uh, <laughs> arena. In you the, can play. In the, there you go. Here. I can't wait till they're trash. Cause I'm gonna say it is a toilet bowl, bro. <laughs> what can you expect? <laughs> I can't wait till they're trash. Cause that's gonna be that's gonna be the best. You know, the Warriors like when they go bad, they're gonna get it worse than anybody has ever got it before. <laughs> they they're gonna get it bad, like. If they don't, if they're not like a consistent, if this, if this like Steph Curry era is like a, a flash in the pan, if it's not like they can keep retooling and keep the, you know, like a Tim, like a Tim Duncan and the Spurs like thing, they're gonna be trash and they're gonna get it, man. 
because fans are just waiting for their downfall. But uh, back to the Kings. Um, yeah, there's really nothing. There's not much out there as far as coaching. You know, um, we, we're probably going to recover them in a future episode in more depth. We just wanted to talk about this. Um, let's, we can move on to some, some brighter storylines. The retirement of Dirk Nowitzki. Did you check that out? Yeah, I did. Like, watched, but I saw... Uh, was his last game in San Antonio? No, it was in... Or was it in Dallas? It was in Dallas. I to, uh, yeah, it was in Dallas. Well, so I, I didn't, like, see that. I saw the... Like, his last game he played in San Antonio, where... You, you already know, like, Dallas-San Antonio, that's a rivalry because they're both Texas teams yeah. uh, in the West. So that's already a rivalry. But they did, like, a like a minute-long tribute video to Dirk mm-hmm. uh, and, like, thanking him for his career and everything. And it was just, like, it was just, like, highlights. But then at the end, like, it pans to Dirk and they, like, and now welcoming... 41 to seven foot power forward Dirk Nowitzki and you just like see it the crowd's all cheering in San Antonio and he's all crying and I was like dude that's awesome yeah you know that's like I respect that type of stuff um because like this whole time I'm comparing Dirk like the way he handled his retirement just now Mm -hmm. and how D-Wade did his yes and like I got issues with how D-Wade does his stuff versus how Dirk does his stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, it's probably because D-Wade was one of the original founding members of the Big Heat, Banana Ho- banana Boat, Big Three, or whatever the hell, boys. Um, and that already made me go against those guys, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, Dirk is just class act, like, in how he retired and how everything went down with his career. So, I don't know. I love I love Dirk Nowitzki. I'm pro Dirk. Yeah, it, it, it was interesting because, like, with, with Dirk, he didn't say anything the whole season, but you, you kind of speculated, you know? Yeah, like you would see him like laboring up and down the court, like, man, my man's knees look like they're about to give out at any moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah. it's just like, there's no way he plays another season. But like, he didn't say nothing about it. He just played his game, and then like, what within like the last. I don't know. Just in like a little while, he's just like, yeah, like nonchalantly, like, yeah, it's probably like my last season. Yeah, I don't think he really said anything to like the last <laughs> like game or so, and it was just like there was just like moments where you're just like, this has to be his last game because like the thing when he was in L.A. and then Doc Rivers stopped the game to like, yeah, to yeah, like that was awesome. Give him an announcement, like you know, there was things like that. So it's like, yeah, he's he's got to retire. It's like the league is like pushing him out. Like he's he's. Leaving. I know it's like if he doesn't retire, that's super awkward. Yeah. He plays against him next year. Exactly. That's what I was thinking, and that's probably what he was thinking too. He's like, "Yo, it's gonna be too awkward." He's, <laughs> he's probably like, he's probably like thinking, "I I'm was just gonna retire." He was like, "I actually want to pick up a check next year," but uh, <laughs> he was like, "Next year is gonna be the year." Like I don't play. He was like, "Next year is supposed to be my Zebo year." Like I'm not gonna play. But then he was like, "All these people keep on doing this, so I guess I'm just gonna leave." <laughs> so so yeah so it was just like yeah so but on the other hand so you did not like the jersey swapping from Dwayne Wade so I mean yeah I don't know like to an extent I don't mind it but then I don't know I don't know if I like the whole jersey swapping 
with D Wade. Every night's like this big ass deal for him, uh, because it's just like self centered. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more self centered, like Paul Pierce self centered. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where it's like it's my night, not his night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I have an issue with, like the farewell tours. And I'm a hypocrite because, like, when Derek Jeter did his in baseball with the Yankees, I didn't mind it. But mm-hmm. I'm a Yankees fan. And Derek Jeter was, like, the dude I grew up watching. So I'm biased there. And But it was the same exact, like, ordeal. So I think it's just because I'm – I was pro D-Wade. I liked him. And then he turned into, like – someone that I didn't enjoy when he did the big three. So I think maybe that's why I kind of don't like the way he handled his retirement. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, because, like, I, I would have to, yeah, I, I see what you're saying, because I have to, like, say, like, the thing with, with because I would have to go back to, like, Kobe's year. Like, Kobe's re- last year was, like, a big thing. Right, even, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, like, compared to D-Ways, I think his was at even a bigger scale. and He didn't do jersey swapping. I don't think he swapped any jerseys. I, I can't. He might have, but I don't think so. But I think with his, like every arena that he played, he, he had a tribute video. And I, I was at the game when I went to a Kings game on his last game that he played against the Kings. And there was like a big, like we did a huge tribute deal and like everybody stood and clapped for him and everything. And I was like, I was like, this is cool. But this is a guy that screwed us over at a thing. I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is the guy. What are you guys doing? This is like public enemy number one. This is it. Like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> but, you know, I got up and clapped because everybody was like looking at me like, everybody looked, everybody looked at me like when you accidentally forget to take your head off during the national anthem. Yeah. That's how everybody was looking at me when I wasn't clapping for Kobe. So I was like, I stood they up. hit you with them daggers. Yeah, they were, looking, they were looking at me like nasty eyes, bro. <laughs> I like touched my head because I was like, I have a hat on? It's like the national anthem I'm playing. So I was like, I just stood up and clapped. And I was just like, you guys don't understand, man. This is the, this is the Black Mamba, man. He's about to bite us after we're done clapping. But, you know, it, but it was, yeah. So I, But I feel like Kobe's was way more natural. Yeah. Because. Yeah, like Kobe's, I, I don't know. If, I don't think I had a problem with how Kobe did it. Because Kobe, he was, he just signed, he signed a two-year deal. And he said this was the two years was my last. You know, he was just kind of like these yeah. last two years was my last dirty, last two years. And he just, you know, he said that's it. So everybody just made it more special. It felt like Dwayne Wade's was more like I'm retiring this year because I want my farewell tour. Tour. Yeah, I, I agree. It was like Kobe. Well, maybe Kobe asked for it, like asked for the tribute videos. Like honestly, that wouldn't surprise me. But I didn't mind it because, like, I appre- I think I appreciated Kobe more as a basketball player. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'm not to that point yet. Maybe I have to wait a few years to, like, keep rewatching D. Wade stuff to appreciate him more. But uh, I think I just appreciated, like, how Kobe played basketball more. Um, but D. Wade's, it, it is like, hey, everybody, this, this is the last time I'm ever going to be wearing the alternate – Miami Heat jersey in Milwaukee playing you guys. Yeah. Uh, don't you want to make sure you get me swapping jerseys? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, but, bruh, 
you're going to be playing three more games here mm-hmm. or two more games here. What are you talking about? He's like, yeah, but then we'll just be wearing our regular away jerseys. Yeah. So then I'll swap that one. Yeah. That's like the kind of <laughs> the, the kind of crap that I imagine is going through him. And maybe it's not, but I don't know. It's just super self-centered. Like when he did the, and you know what it's stemming from? When he did the, uh, the thing in Dallas where he like reenacted his, the, like a shot or a celebration that he did against when uh, when they beat the Mavericks, mm. when the Heat beat the Mavericks. And I was just like, what? <laughs> like, what is that shit? <laughs> right? okay. I think I remember something like that. I can't remember it exactly. Like, it was like they beat the Mavs, right? They beat the Mavs for the championship, like, handily. And he, like, reenacted a celebration that he did in the Mavericks arena in his last game there. Like, it was pre-game, but still he did it. And it was just like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, what's the (laughs) point of doing that? Like, what? Like, I don't know why that just gets me. It's just like, what is wrong with you? Okay, so, like, I didn't necessarily, I didn't, I don't have a problem with, uh, you know, him wanting his farewell tour, because I think, as a, I think everybody kind of wants one, at least the ones, that love, the ones that really deserve one, they want one. Yeah, I guess. But I, I felt like the jersey swapping got kind of old, because I, I like the jersey swapping when it was, like, the big players, like, when he did it with, like, LeBron, like, the players that meant something, like LeBron, Dirk. You know, when he did those, stuff like that was cool. But when he was, like, exchanging jerseys with, like, some random... Like, he was changing jerseys with, like, Terry Rozier. It's like, oh, okay. Like, it, I felt like it would have meant more if it was, like, Kyrie or something like that. But it was just, like, Terry Rozier. Not that I have anything against Terry Rozier, but it was, like, it was just Terry Rozier. And then Dwayne was, like, Dwayne Wade was, like, oh, yeah, I've been watching his career. So, you know, I'm glad he made it this far, you know. Yada yada yada, and then when he played the Kings, he like exchanged jersey with Frank Mason, and I was like, uh, "What? Oh, okay, all right, like, okay." It's just like the, I don't know. It just it like it got old when it was when he was doing it legitly for like like the big players and stuff like that. Players that actually meant something. I was like, "That's right. that's dope." But like once it just got to like once it started to get randomized, and I think there was like uh. I think there was like there was one time where some guy thought he was getting a jersey. He was like, "No, no, I'm giving it to someone else." And it was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah." That's what I'm thinking. Like, cause some I don't remember exactly who it was, but they're they're like they went up and they're like, "Yo, can we swap jerseys?" And D Wade like denied him. I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "What was that about?" You like, he first of all, he's doing this jersey swapping thing to make it seem like he had such an impact on all these different people. So again, it's just another thing to like make his legacy look so big. Like, yeah, I affected all of these guys from Terry Rozier to LeBron, you know? Mm-hmm. And then second, he has like the nerve to just like turn down someone who genuinely wanted to switch jerseys with him. Cause he had it like safe for another person. I don't know. Like, uh, it it gets me off because it, like it makes me mad because like jersey swapping is it's like a soccer thing right they do it in football or mm. you know what I'm saying yeah and uh, it's like it's like the most important players like or like the person who plays your it's like okay. who you're going against or going at the whole time mm-hmm. like you respect them you switch jerseys with them like Messi Ronaldo they switch jerseys you know or like 
in the World Cup, like the captains of the teams at the end, they'll switch jerseys and like midfielder, you know, they'll they'll switch jerseys, but it's like they're showing respect towards each other type of thing. Mm-hmm. Where I I don't think it's the same way with like what D Wade's doing. I don't know. Cause does he take their jerseys? Yeah, he takes their jerseys. So what's he gonna do with them? Uh, put them on a wall. <laughs> this, like I don't like I don't know. I just don't know if it's genuine. It's hard to tell. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I yeah. Same thing. I don't really. I don't. I think is I don't really care about jerseys in general. Yeah, that's just my preference. So like the last thing I want, I don't want a jersey at all. But the last thing I want want is a sweaty jersey. Like now I gotta go watch this, and then like you watch it, it's like what's the point? Like might as well just ask them just to give you a jersey from a the freaking team store and sign it or something. For reals, then you're supporting the team. Yeah, like you know, for you can do any way you can get you so many jerseys. He's like, hey, give me like a hundred jerseys. I need to give out to my my friends in the league and he'll sign it so like yeah i was never really big on the jersey swapping just because i I just i just it got corny to me after a while yeah i think i've just developed a solid hate for d wade unfortunately some sort of just there's just like dislike for him and i don't know it's too bad because i used to love the guy and now there's just something about him that drives me like just makes me not want to be a fan of him. Unfortunately, okay. maybe I'll have to reflect on this in a year or so. And then um, another thing that came out of this whole Dwayne Wade uh, jersey swapping or Dwayne Wade uh, farewell tour was uh, Paul Pierce saying that he is he had a better career than Dwayne Wade. <laughs> which I thoroughly enjoyed this the whole thing that came was, everything that came I out was, of that was great I was dying people started roasting Paul Pierce it said uh, D Wade's last game and it had like 30 <laughs> and 10 and it said Dirk's last game 30 and 10 Paul <laughs> Pierce's last game 0 and 0 <laughs> <laughs> okay let me tell you people out there that's listening Paul Pierce is the uncle that says he could have done this, this, and that if his <laughs> knee didn't get messed up or if he didn't do something. If something happened, this is the uncle that could have done it all in the world. He could have made it to the NBA. And it's funny because Paul Pierce made it to the NBA and he was very, very successful in the NBA. <laughs> but he's still like, yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's just funnier because like his, like normally they were like, if I didn't, if I didn't tear my ACL, I could have made it to the league. Paul Pierce is like, yeah, if, if this, 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 and it happened, I would have been a five-time champion. <laughs> so, but it, it's just so funny. I, I love every moment of it because Paul Pierce just gets up. He's on that ESPN show, and he'll just, he just says anything and everything. Oh, Paul Pierce is crazy. I didn't know that. Because he, he has, they have this segment. It's called The Dirty Nasty Truth. And then Paul Pierce just says crazy stuff. And he said, one of my favorite moments on that show was Paul Pierce, he said, he was like, I invented the step back. Because <laughs> 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 they were talking about Lucas' step back. And then he was, Paul Pierce was like, I did this. I invented the step back. And then uh, Charles was like, yeah, I admit, you had a nice step back, but I invented. It wasn't George. He said, it's mine. <laughs> so Paul Pierce... Paul Pierce is going for the uh, the the Charles Barkley role as the guy that just says anything on TV. 
Yeah. And but one thing that came out of this, you know, this there's a lot of that comes out of it. He did say he did say something interesting. A prime Kevin Garnett, a prime Paul Pierce, and a prime Ray Allen versus prime Chris Bosch, prime LeBron James, and prime D Wade. What do you think about that? I've asked people, they say not a chance. I beg to differ because I am immediately picking uh the Celtics because Ray Allen's my favorite player. Exactly. But like on like a real like I'm talking about like, uh, if I if I think about it though, let me think. Prime. Like check this out. Check this out. Let me give you some information. Prime. We're talking about Prime KG. Prime It's because it's Prime KG would shit on Prime Chris Bosch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Like Prime Chris Bosch can't hang with KG. Yes. So that's all already just like squashed. Yes. Um and then I think Prime Ray Allen versus D Wade, that's like stalemate mm-hmm. in my eyes. That's a stalemate. So then it kind of comes down to LeBron versus Paul Pierce. And I think when it comes down to it, Paul Pierce he could get he could get like he could get down and dirty. Paul and Pierce I think he could hang with hang with LeBron like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I think people are overlooking that Paul Pierce went at LeBron a lot. Like Paul Pierce invited the matchup between him and LeBron. Yeah, I think honestly, if you put the three in their primes, and all three of them went out, if you put their teams together, and it was like real legit prime Celtics trio versus Heat trio, <laughs> I think the Celtics win because they took the Heat to seven games when KG only had one leg. Like yeah, and this, when they were all like old, old, they were past their prime. Like check out because to me. The Celtics, the Celtics, when they were in their, they were, unfortunately, they were only in their prime for one year, and they were able to win a championship. The next year, they make it to the Eastern Conference Finals without KG, and then in the third year, they make it, like the third year of them being together, they make it to the, uh, they make it to the finals, and they lose to the Lakers. That's when the Heat came into, to prominence, because the Celtics beat LeBron. In like what is that two thousand nine or whatever, and then yeah. like, that's when LeBron leaves Cleveland to go join the Heat because he couldn't beat the Celtics' big three on his own. But like that big three wasn't like the prime big three. KG had his knee injury, and the other guys were just old at that point. So I gotta go. I gotta go. Celtics big three over over the Heat. Yeah. No, I just. The the Celtics big three is just more, like all around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause that like, yeah, the Heat's big three, in their prime, they could kind of knock down an outside shot. Mm-hmm. And barely. I mean, D Wade, D Wade would be their defensive, like cornerstone. Cause Chris Bosh ain't much of a defender. Yeah. Uh, but like the Celtics. That big three hit like actually a little bit of everything. Like Cade's your stuff. Here's can lock down when he needs to lock down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like Paul Pierce and Ray Allen both were like they could hit threes. Like Ray Allen, top three point shooter in the league, and Paul Pierce like that dude was like honestly at some point like the top clutch. Shot maker in the league, I think he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Clutch. He was clutch. Dude. I think. I think a lot of people are just disrespecting Paul Pierce because it's funny. It's because he'd be saying some 
kind of out there stuff. Yeah, he be saying some dumb stuff, but like Paul Pierce, like I think people need to stop disrespecting the truth. Like he really, people people got to go back and watch the tapes. Go back and play, they got to go back and watch the tapes. Like people, like people were saying, like somebody was comparing Jason Tatum to Paul Pierce, and people were like, "Oh, that's disrespectful." I was like, "If if it's disrespectful, it's disrespectful to Paul Pierce that you're going to compare it to like <laughs> you're going to compare it to some like kid that only spent one year at Duke." If there's disrespect, like if Jason Tatum was able to replicate Paul Pierce's success, you know, as far as points, the amount of points and accomplishments he's made at All Stars and stuff like that. The amount of money Paul Pierce has made and the championship that Paul Pierce has won, and he's been to the finals twice and stuff like that. Then yeah, you you Jason Tatum's probably like, all right, I, I'm cool with that. You never know what Jason Tatum's gonna be, but if you win a championship as a, like one of the, a star member, you're good. Yeah. So people got to stop disrespecting Paul Pierce. Yeah, cause yeah, cause when Paul Pierce was there. On the Celtics, like, when he had no help, that dude was balling out, like, hard. Yeah. Like, Paul Pierce was sick when he was solo. <laughs> oh, no, I know. Like, when he was... Dude was sick. But he just, he was just on his own. He didn't have any yeah, help. Yeah, he was just on his own. He literally, like, what, he had, like, Antoine Walker a little bit for a little while? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even know who was on those teams other than Paul Pierce. Yeah, like, I, I got, <laughs> honestly, can that's the only other name I can think of. <laughs> Like, everybody, like, Vince Carter had help when he was, like, in their heyday with the freaking Nets and stuff. Yeah. Every, because, every, like, back then in, those, in that era, it was, like, it's one superstar versus the field. Like, everybody had their everybody had their team, and it was just, like, us against everybody else. But everybody right. kind of had help. Paul Pierce never really had help. So and he never had, like, a second guy. He never had one until the Big Three era. And that was one of his arguments. He said... Give me Shaq and you know see what I can do. Give me LeBron, see what I can do. So I right. get, I get, I, I do mean, get that, what he's like, saying. That's actually a very strong argument. Yeah, something like that. I, I, I actually support that. That's pretty good. But then Jalen Rose, Jalen Rose is a troll. But he said you did have Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. So I don't know why and I don't know how, but what is that they call? What was what was the I think it's the undefeated or whatever. They um, they posted. What did they post? They posted. Um, they posted. Uh, or hold on, I'm finding it right now. I don't know. It was it was some some camera crew. I think called Stadium or some like some platform. Uh, they were inter. They were. Covering Derrick Rose during his time, like the, it was like when he was like getting back to being healthy. It was right before he got traded to New York. It was like that summer, and they were like interviewing him, interviewing him, and talking about talking, just talking to him about stuff. And then during that interview, he gets traded to New York, and it just destroys him. And it destroyed me too. For real, that was sad, bro. I don't know what it is, but Derrick Rose is like the only sports player that makes millions of dollars that I look at and something goes wrong and I just feel bad. For <laughs> like normally it's like if like I see like LeBron crying or if I see like if I saw Kobe crying or if I saw like like freaking uh 
Dirk or somebody. I'd be like, you guys get millions of dollars. Like, Gobert, Gobert was crying because he didn't make the All-Star game. I was like, man, you need to chill, bruh. People don't make All-Star games. What you crying for? But Derrick Rose? Derrick Rose? Man, I'm like, dang. Why y'all do Derrick Rose like that? I know. It was like such genuine, like, sadness. Like, he got the phone call. His agent, I'm guessing that was his agent. Yeah. Uh, was all like, yo, man, you're going to be in New York next year. Like, it gets to, like, that's how it's going to be, you know? And then D-Rose is just sitting there, and then you just, like, because he has the mic on because they're doing this, like, interview. Yeah. And he takes a phone call in the middle of the interview, and you just hear them, like, the that, like, sob oh. breathing thing. And that's what got me. I was like, no, 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 this is too much. He's like, <laughs> like, something like that. And I was like, bruh, like, yeah. this dude's hurt, like, to his core right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, was, I was just like oh my gosh Brett. and then he went back and they they started asking him questions dude like sat down and looked like like he, yeah he was walking away tears but then like went straight back into like I'm in an interview I'm gonna like do this and then like he started talking about it and he got sad again yeah. and he was like like he said something like Chicago made me who I am yeah. or like something like that and he's like said it with like the emotion in his voice. And I was like, bro, this is too much. Yeah, it was crazy. Like my thing is like, first of all, I gotta say, Chicago Bulls, y'all suck. <laughs> boo, We brought back the boo, y'all. Boo. <laughs> you guys freaking suck, man. And then second of all, this. The stadium or whoever, why would you guys release this? Like, like I don't know. I I I, I watched it. I think, I think they released it because I feel like maybe they're planning on releasing a whole documentary or something. Yeah, there better be a documentary. If they just released this out of nowhere, like that's that's kind of trash to me. Like because because it was like two years ago at that point. There's no need to like bring that up. They better at least they right. like they, like you said there better be a documentary or they better have at least had D Rose's consent. Cause I yeah I feel like in the past few days maybe I I felt like while I was like flipping through Twitter I saw something something along the lines of like D Rose documentary potentially coming up mm. something like that and also I saw something like he might be linked with going back to Chicago. I can, I can see him going back. So, I don't know. Maybe something's in the works. I want the I want the Kings to sign him off the bench. You know, that'd be that'd be the greatest. Bro, if we could get him off bro, the bench. If D Rose was like became ride or die for Sacramento, you know how cool that would be. Yeah, man. We have Fox starting and D Rose our sixth man of the year. That'd and be then, crazy. Like, like, if you had the same amount of love for Sacramento as you did Chicago. <laughs> Probably not, because freaking body will fire him instantly. <laughs> <I know. laughs> he said, what, D-Rose? You put a, the best numbers you have in the past five years? Fired. Not enough. We didn't make the playoffs, bro. Fired. 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 <laughs> fired. I don't want that to happen. I don't want, this, I don't want to make D-Rose hurt. <laughs> uh, he's, the only, he's the only superstar I'll ever put. Only, only sports player. 
that I've ever like watched something and I'm like, that person makes millions of dollars and they're financially set for life. But dang, my heart hurts, bro. He's the only player that I'll ever feel bad for. I don't know. How about uh, Isaiah Thomas? Ooh. Okay, he's up there. He's up there. He's not like on like he wasn't at like superstar level. Well, he he probably that year that that, that year he was he that was. year he was he was on MVP level that year. Yeah, he was. I was gonna say maybe he's not at the same level, but he, he essentially he was at that level. So. Okay, yeah, you got me. You got me. Isaiah Thomas. I was hurt. I was like, because just what he went through with his like his the death of his sister. I know that dude went through like three major hardships. Yeah. Like that game like, where he played when he was playing against the Bulls and that fool was just like you could his eyes were like bloodshot red. I know, that was insane. That dude. was insane. Like and if there there were people there was somebody I was talking there were people that were hating on him. I'm not gonna lie, man. Like I was like y'all might be bad people <laughs> like if you if you could hate on Isaiah Thomas in that moment. They were hating on him in the moment? Yes. Yes, yes, what yes. What kind yes. of scumbag? Yes, 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 yes. What? Yes, 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 yes. Oh my god. Yes, I yes. hate I hate people. And you know who you are out there. I'm not gonna expose you. But you know who you are. That's crazy. Man. That was foul. But yeah, you can't hate on you can't hate on Isaiah Thomas in the moment. But like, yeah, I was uh yeah, I felt like I felt that was yeah. You got me. You got me. I thought it was just derailed by Isaiah Thomas. Like, but there's just like a few like very specific things like stories in sports that I could think about that like I forgot about them being these mega stars and remembered that they're like human. Yeah. And like some crazy shit can happen, like uh, the Baltimore Ravens wide receiver Tory Smith, I mm. think. Mm. I remember uh, it was like I think it was like playoffs and his brother had just got killed in like a car accident or something mm-hmm. and he decided to play the next game uh, it might not even be playoffs but I I just remember like hearing about it and I was like that's crazy this dude's brother just died and he's playing a football game and he went off and like caught two touchdown passes and I was like that's like amazing you know there's like there's something like I don't know like, you could, I felt like, I, it's weird, like, I could just see, like, God working, I guess. I don't know. No, I feel, I feel what you're saying. It's like, it's like, it's like, this is crazy. Yeah, after a tragedy, it's like, people, like, that's where people can get, like, a, like, a clean, like, they don't have to focus on the outside world, you know? Yeah. They can just do, they can just clear their mind for, like, an hour or two. Those are, but those are, like. Those moments are like some of the top moments that I remember from sports is like that kind of stuff. Like Isaiah Thomas playing with like, first off, he's injured. Second off, sister died. You know, like that's just like next level stuff. That's crazy. But those are the things that I like to remember because it's like these guys are amazing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. I was trying to think of another one, but I couldn't. Yeah, I can't think of anything really right now. No, I can't. Yeah, I can't think of anything right now. Yeah, I was trying to think of like another sport. I know in, in baseball, there's like the Marlins. Uh, I 
think they're the Marlins. I don't know what they are anymore. Uh, Miami Marlins, maybe. There's this, there's that one like dude. I feel like a couple years ago was a pitcher. He's like twenty something years old. On a boat, right? What? Is that? He got lost on a boat. Was it I, something like that? And like he died, and it was like tragic because he was like actually a kid. He was like twenty-one, something like that. Yeah. And then like the next game, they were all wearing, like all the Marlins had the jersey on, like their Marlins jersey on with his number on their back. Yeah. And the leadoff hitter D Gordon, I'm pretty sure him. that's his name, hit a home run. They smacked. Him. He smacked a home run, and he was like running around the bases, but like his face was just like in utter like devastation crying pain and he's running around the bases just like falling and i was like whoa like that's heavy yeah, but that's amazing yeah, it's crazy that. i remember that yeah so that's just another one it's like that's crazy it's just like in those moments it just becomes bigger than sports yeah it's awesome that's why i love sports let's close it out like normal you got any last words carl um I successfully survived last Sunday where I did a 10K, which is 6.2 miles, mm. did it in 58 minutes, and then followed it up by playing in a rec basketball league game where our team's goal was just to win one game for the entire season, and we did it. Mm. And we won it on uh, your boy right here hitting a buzzer beater three bank shot style. Mm, mm, so, mm. yeah. Uh, you want to give a shout out to the team? What's the team name? I don't know what our team name is, bro. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> uh, um, team Sad Boys. We'll just stay, stick with Team Sad Boys. Well, no. Shout out to Team Sad Boys. You know, shout out to Carl for running that 10K and then coming back to hit the game winning shot that same night. So, you know, we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna clap it up. You know, clap it up. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Applause. Yeah, yeah. People in the back. People in the back clapping. <laughs> clapping super loud. Um, you know, that, that's good. I got nothing to beat that. So I'm just going to say this. We said a lot of things about sports that we may or may not have been qualified to say. And if you think we're unqualified, yeah, you're probably right. And <laughs> I know for sure we were sound a little uneducated in some cases. And, you know, you know, I don't know. Maybe you're right about that, too. It, it, most likely uneducated and that's why you come here because we're unqualified and educated thanks for tuning in and we're out